Welcome to the Initiative Podcast. Today our topic is dating and marriage with Grant Skeldon, John Pendergrass, and Chelsea Vaughn. If you have questions, comments, topic suggestions, or you'd like to ask any of these three on a date, feel free to email us at hey at initiativenetwork.org or connect with us over social media. All right, guys. So the topic of topics for millennials, it's the thing that's expected of us to talk about. In all honesty, it's uh, ironic because we actually don't talk about this too, too much. Uh, and we'll be honest, the topic is dating and marriage, uh, more marriage. But we are not dating. Uh, me, John, and Chelsea. Uh, I said we're dateless in Dallas. We are dateless in Dallas. So um, one question that I want to throw out there first, uh, maybe Chelsea, if you could answer it. What is it? that we look for, what do you look for in dating, knowing that marriage is the end goal of that? Because uh, we've been, yeah, we've gone up and down. We, we have dated. We just are, at the current moment, single. So we're in that stage that many young adults are in, where they're, they're searching, they're looking, they're waiting. Um, what does that look like for you? Chelsea's first. You know, I value marriage so much. I have such a high view um, of marriage and what I want my, my marriage to look like. And I want my, I want my marriage. What I'm looking for is somebody that I can run through life with knowing that we are on the same mission. And that doesn't mean specifically, but that means I am able to know that when I'm looking at the person beside me, um, we're running the same race and, and we're enjoying it with the same passion and, and the purpose, the point of our lives is the call of God, not each other. That's good. And I can do some deconstruct there with my thoughts on, on where our value for marriage really is. Um, and I don't know if I should get into that now or if I should kind of wait for you guys to answer the question. Um, but the purpose of, of marriage is, is not just marriage. The purpose of marriage is to become one and fulfill God's mission all the more together, more together than you can separately. That's where the value of marriage comes from. That's what I look for, um, forward to in marriage. And that's what I look for somebody that I'm dating, um, is this somebody that I know, you know, one, we're going to look better than we do separately. That's really good. That's really good. Um, I think I resonate with everything that you just said. Um, I know that I'm in a season where I am looking for someone to date. Um, I think that everything that you just said just pretty much nailed what I wanted to say. And so I think that's really good. I think, though, as I get older and I'm, and I'm learning, there's things then that I start to add to that. Um, just for preference, it's more uh, just my personal preference is I don't know how many people actually know about love languages, but I feel and I want to share my heart about this because it's important to me is understanding love languages. And as I've dated and as I'm looking, I'm looking for also that compatibility uh, for me personally in love languages. And I said that, um, for instance, I'm a words of affirmation guy as I'm dating. I'm looking for people who will align. And if they don't, 
it's just this whole thing about chemistry is about the two love languages aligning, even if you have to be intentional to make that happen. And is that other person willing not only to support you in whatever you're choosing to do to, to push you to be the best that you can be, but also do you have some compatibility things that are going on there where you understand your love languages? I think that's super important on top of everything that you just said. So that's a pretty deep concept for dating mm-hmm. to, to be able to talk about that. So how honest and if so, how soon are you honest about something like that? Yeah, that's a good question. And I would love to hear your, your opinions <laughs> after I finish this, but I'll Go tell ahead. you. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in because I recently walked out of this. And this had a lot to do with the reason why we're actually not together is when you looked at us and we were together, it was, we looked, I mean, we enjoyed the same things. We, we had a great time dating, but at the end of the day, there was things that were just really missing. And some people say, oh, well, that's chemistry. That's, that's chemistry. Uh, you, you guys have some chemistry. You guys, it looks like you have fun when you're hanging out. But at the end of the day, like it, I'm, I'm not putting this person on blast right now, but there was no affirmation. That's super important to me. And then I just sat her down and said, look, uh, do you know this word called uh, love languages? She's like, yeah, yeah, this is what mine are. And I told her what mine were, and she goes, uh-oh, that's not my strength. And we had to have some really tough talks, but it wasn't just like, okay, now you're done. Um, we had honest conversation about it. So probably about a month in, we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's just me. So yeah. what do you think, Graham? So I'm, I'm so... Uh watchful before I like I would have already known for me personally yeah I like your opinion I would have already known if they had the love language or the whatever it may be now for me and you already said everything she said in the love language like to me the love language is secondary but it is important because if the if if you don't have the chemistry and I guess we'll say the love language to work together well it's going to hinder you it's going to hinder her so it's going to hinder the mission of God and the making of disciples yeah. together. Um, but I think, yeah, everything is going to tie back to, is this someone I could make disciples with? Is this someone I could be on mission with in a greater capacity together? And and I think some people could easily make that like, um, oh, it's just always about the work. It's always about the work. And I would say, no, it's about my dad. Like my dad is God and I have a calling by God and like Jesus you can expect I'm going to be about my, my father's business. Like, and it's a joy. It's not a work. It's yeah. a joy of I get to be about his work because he's my dad and he saved me or adopted me. And then I want to be with another girl that it has that security in her identity, security in her calling because her dad. And then, yeah, there's going to be parts where that's there, but maybe the chemistry or the the direction, I would even say for me, the biggest thing that hasn't been there a lot of times is the pace. Um, I have like a whole new uh, view of unequally yoked. I used to view like unequally yoked was for uh, Christians and non-Christians, like don't date non-Christians. And now that's never been my problem. If I'm around in in the, we'll call it secular, I don't like calling it secular. If I'm in the world, I'd almost never, it's like a lot of perceived non-Christians. I'm never going to see that place as like, man, I'm looking for a girl here. I'm like so not even in the mindset of a girl, which is cool because I just get to be myself. Uh, I don't even worry about dating non-Christians. My concern is like, if I am going to date a Christian, is she even equally yoked in the pace of obedience to God's calling, in the prioritization 
of God's calling and mission. Uh, it is a lot like, hey, I'm, I'm a Christian. Now who am I going to marry? Because it's not good for man to be alone. And I don't think it was like you shouldn't be alone because you should go multiply. It's always been multiplication. It's always been the making of disciples since Genesis to Jesus. Uh, and I don't think it's ever with that lens when it's marriage, uh, in my opinion. So now it's like, is the Christian equally yoked? Because that's going to be just not as painful, but it's going to be pretty painful, too, to be with an unequally yoked Christian that just obeys God at a different level, a different pace. Um, and we're fortunate to maybe obey at a faster pace or a slower pace or whatever it may be. That does matter um, a lot. And the direction, because I do think you can still be going towards God, but God calls people to stay. He calls people to go. He calls people to do things that are radically different and un and disproportionate to try to connect with a different type of calling sometimes. So um, that's kind of been my, my concern with dating. I, I feel like I have a unique place in calling, and trying to find someone else that fits in that is sometimes difficult. You know, me and Chelsea, I know we've talked about this a little bit uh, in the past, and so I won't put a time frame around that, but it's kind of like what you were just talking about. What about if, let's just say that you vocationally are in ministry, let's just say that you're that guy or that girl, uh, we're in that, but the person that you're dating is maybe they're in retail or maybe they're in business, or maybe they're a lawyer or an architect. Can that work? And Grant, kind of some of the stuff that you're talking about, it sounds like you're saying, yeah, that can work, but they better be on mission. They better mm -hmm. be actively pursuing, uh, loving people well, um, ministering to people, if you will, in their own way. But let's say that you're this person who's in vocational ministry, that's your job, but more so because you're passionate and you're called and you understand all those things, but your significant other isn't. Chelsea, what is your opinion and what would you say to those who are like, does that work? Yeah, I think it does work. I don't know how it works, and I would love to talk to somebody about how it works. Because <laughs> uh, a female perspective, I mean, seriously, from my perspective, I'm like, all right, God's got me pretty busy with what he's called me to. How is this going to work with a relationship sometime? Yeah. Being a girl that's not like, hey, I'll quit my job and follow you. Well, then what does that look like? Cause that's yeah. kind of biblical sometimes, but then I'm not going to quit my calling. It's complicated and it gets complicated. Yeah. Do I believe it's possible? Do I believe that it's what my marriage will look like someday? Absolutely. I do. And I don't know what that looks like, but I do believe that what I'm doing and what I will do, whatever that is, uh, is what God has called me to. And I believe that I'm going to do that better with somebody someday. I'm not saying telling myself that I'm going to get married because I don't know that, but I absolutely think it's possible. And I think that being on mission together doesn't necessarily look like being in the same ministry or yeah, absolutely. just supporting yeah. the man in his role um, for a female you know, perspective or side or whatever. Um, somebody that's not in ministry and somebody that is in ministry have all the more opportunity to, to learn parts of culture and parts of the world that they're not able to touch. And how beautiful is that? Because then you're covering even more ground. Somebody that, you know, has a job that's not in ministry, somebody that does, um, you're then reconciling something and making something one that 
isn't normally one. It's good. It seems like there's this underlying, just almost foundation of intentionality. Yeah. So intentionality, understanding what you're looking for, intentionality in maybe looking to see if there's love languages. Grant was just speaking of some things. And then even when we talk about, okay, so now we're in this thing, uh, we don't do the same thing necessarily, but we can be intentional in encouraging one another in what we do. Yeah. Uh, asking questions like, how are you impacting yeah. the kingdom through what you do for a living, but really supporting one another and kind of feel like there's this, this underlying thing that's important, intentionality. intentionality. And I think that for me and for a lot of what I would encourage women with is that intentionality with yourself, like, mm know the way that God is, and we are always going to come back to this. At Initiative, we are always going to come back to this. Know what God has called you to, know who he has called you to be, know what your purpose is, and then your relationships there we go. are going to be so much more full. And your relationship is going to result in the glory of God, and the glory of God is going to be the primary thing. It's not going to be you're in a relationship. So now you're going to experience the glory of God. It's, Hey, I know the glory of God and how I've been uniquely wired to give glory to God. Um, now I can do this in a relationship as well. It's a new component. It's not, uh, a new thing entirely. And I, I think we settle, we compromise sometimes in relationships when we aren't intentional about knowing how God has created us to be. And it's so much easier to, you know, settle for a great person or a, a, a good person um, because we want the relationship more than we're really seeking after what that could be. Just to recap, uh, one thing we said is it's founded almost every conversation we're going to have, but especially, especially marriage and dating is going to be founded in your identity and your calling and who God has called you to be and do. Um, second is it do, chemistry does matter. Uh, some variables outside of just finding someone that's called is there are variables that play into that. Um, I think maybe pace and obedience to the place in which God has called people to be uh, consistently. Uh, a third thing is, uh, man, you just said something that I was like, oh yeah, this, the third thing, this is very, very important that you said, and I'll sum up kind of is a lot of times, and I used to think this myself for a good while when I was younger, was uh, it when I get married, I'll become more yeah. this instead of like, because I'm married, I'll get to do, it was a lot more of like what I'll become and a lot less of what we'll do together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was like, this will cause me to enforce me to become more like this because I'm going to have to be. And it was like making the marriage a savior more than how can we, oh my how gosh. can the savior be seen and exposed more through we us know together? How that ends. Uh, yeah, that doesn't work out. And then, uh, so here's, here's a quick story. And then I want to, I really want to hear y'all's perspective on this. I've never asked y'all. Uh -oh. Me and Ryan have been talking oh, yeah. about this. I'm worried. This is, okay, but this will be good. So y'all know, okay, I was on a, a dating panel. Po like it was like a 30 minute little interview. Well, is this the one I went to? No. Okay. Oh, that was another thing. Okay. So this was the Grant second gets thing. gets asked for these <laughs> yeah. things a lot. Yeah. He's an expert. Hey, I'm going to another one of those. So here it surprise. was, was it was a girl. She was asking all, it was a video interview thing. And, uh, she asked, okay, so what do you look for in a girl? And I said, 
one thing is like, does she know, does she secure in her relationship with God, her identity and who God's made her? Is, does she too um, know who God's called her to? Like, and, like does she know how, like God's, what God's called her to do with her life? The title, Ephesians 4.1, walk in a manner worthy of the calling in which she has been called. Three, what does her community look like? I think that's going to matter a lot. Uh, Jesus was intentional oh, about who he surrounded yes. himself with. Come on now. Um, and then four, which is probably even more important, not more important, but before this, is is she actually walking in her calling too? More than just knowing it, is she doing it? Uh, those are some four basic ones. There's a lot of other preferential things for me, but those four, I said, it's the same as what I look for in my friends, honestly. I look for that in my friends. I look for that. Uh, for sure in the girl I'm going to want to date and marry. And uh, at the end of the interview, she's, uh, we were done, we were off camera, and she said, honestly, your standards are way too high. Like those standards right there. You basically are saying no one. You're basically saying like oh no one gosh. at all. That's and so she nice. said, <laughs> and she cut that part out of the interview. No. Yeah. And she so cut she edited it. that business Yeah, because she said, Grant, that's just, I get it for you. You're the ministry guy. And I'm like, it's not a ministry thing. That's a Christian thing. Like, it's like a Jesus so, thing. With that, but I get where she's coming from. And the reality is there aren't a lot of people that live like that. That is, that does, if it didn't narrow it down enough to say Christian, then <laughs> obedient Christian, then like oh, disciple man, making, like serious calling Christian. There was not a lot of people like that. And I can't imagine being a girl. I cannot imagine because the guy is the one at least that can, uh, it's supposed to be responsible for doing yeah. something about it. The girl is like, I always joke, like, girls, how many times can you like his thing on Facebook to get him a sign <laughs> that he right. that you are kind of interested, maybe? Um, so so with that, knowing it's gonna be hard. There's not a lot. There, it is a narrow road. We just talked um, about that other night. What gives you guys hope that we're not, we don't maybe high, have too high standards, or there is a, someone out there? Um, what gives y'all hope that? You're not going to be single for the rest of your life, albeit knowing if that's what God called us to do. Like, again, going back to calling, then okay. But there seems to be this, like, God, I think you do have that person out there. And I'm not going to call her the one or him the one. But what gives you all hope to know everything's going to work out? You know, I think this, I personally, I think it's just the hope, in the hope itself for me. I mean, I really, I do, I, I want a family. I, I want those things. And I know that it seems like when we talk that way, like, who does that leave? Uh, so I would say there's a few singles in America. I pray <laughs> America. that you're listening right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. you are, call him up. Uh, call, him, call him now. We don't have His any operator. Is this is embarrassing. <laughs> but, um, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, uh, one of my friends says, you handle singleness so well. And, oh my gosh. And I was like, what am I handling? <laughs> um, <laughs> but... And I, <laughs> But I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not patiently just waiting. I'm looking. I'm out there looking. But what gives me hope is, is that I believe that there is somebody else out there that looks for the same thing. I mean, if yeah. we're doing anything less, in my opinion, then we're really, excuse me, we're really settling, in my opinion. And I'm like, the, per, the most significant person in your life, other than God himself and your family, which will be your family, why would we not want them to be something that could help change the world to not just change the world but to love our family well to support one another and encourage one another to be to see each other um to see each other as equals and also can we do this thing that god has called us to do um together and if you're not on the same page 
going into a marriage and you're like, well, maybe he will grow into that. That's dangerous in my opinion. So I'm like, I will wait. I will continue to wait and I'll be patient in that. I will trust God in that. But my hope is, is that I feel and know and quite honestly believe there's a woman out there who wants the exact same thing. Maybe it's just she's not in my community yet. Maybe she is looking for it, but she's just not able to find those pockets because these pockets, they're kind of difficult to find. Mm -hmm. They really are. I think we've talked about that, which is a future podcast. But that's my hope, that she wants the same thing and that we aren't so unique. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at a very base level, how do I find hope in that? Well, my hope is Jesus. And so if I truly believe that Jesus has called me to live the life that uh, I vision for myself or that he has given me, then I can rest in that. All right, so fold a layer back. If I truly believe that Jesus has given me this vision for a marriage, do I truly believe that that is what I want to pursue well, I mean, not pursue, but if this vision for marriage really is from the Lord and really is the most honorable thing for the Lord and what I believe will give him the most glory, then why give up on that? Like, what is hope if I'm compromising that that then? If I'm comp, because then I think, okay, so if there's not a whole lot of hope in that because I don't see a lot of men like that, then am I okay compromising that standard of what I view marriage to be? I'm not okay. I'm not okay compromising it. I would rather be single for the rest of my life than compromise that. And that's a big statement. That is a huge statement. But I have a very high, you know, value for marriage. And I believe you guys to do too. And, and I'm not willing to compromise that. And I think when it is somebody that I see that it may not, it's not going to be, Oh, he hits this mark and he hits this mark, but it's going to, I'm going to feel that hope. I'm going to feel that, you know, and we're willing to wait. So hear us. We're both willing to wait. We're not just going to settle. I think I've had opportunities to be married a couple of times. And I was like, that is not the road I'm going down. I, Did she propose? Yeah. No, I, just, I thought, well, I mean, we both love, you know, we both love what well, we do. And but it is a good point. I mean, when you, when you are focused and I don't, I don't even like the word waiting so much because it makes it seem like that's the only thing going on in my right. life is right. the waiting no, process that's, that's for right. someone is like, I'm just going to continue being faithful and obedient. Right. And, um, yeah, because, yeah, it's just different, but I know what you mean. Um, when you do that though, it is easy when there are other girls or guys that show interest to be like, Hey, that's a good person. Like, yeah, not the right person. It's just, you just know, right. To not give like, man, you know, it is every now and then I would like to have someone for a short while. Like (laughs) it is easy. It is, it is a temptation to do that. And it's not like a, Oh, I'm dating a non-Christian. It's like, it's not bad, but it is a distraction. It is, uh, I've always thought, I just never want to be with someone that I'd have to go before God and justify, oh, they're good enough, like, because of this, this, and this. Because, you know, when you, God just searches the heart, and I'm like, you already know, I'm just trying to justify. I, I never want to do that. Um, one thing that gives me a lot of hope, and me and Ryan were talking about this a lot, because we were talking about how 
how how do you have hope and not think you're just gonna never get married or eventually crumble and just say okay I'll just date or marry a girl like this uh and to me it's that God's like history with me gives me a lot of hope for his future with me like especially how much he cares about like making disciples and how much yeah. he cares about the mission of God and um if he cares about those things and marriage is a means to do that and not the end of doing that yeah then he's going to care about yeah. those details like he's been too it would be inconsistent with his character in my opinion if he didn't like show up in that way why would i i, I expect god to show up in the dumb things like the dumb things why would i not expect him to show up in something like big that big yeah. like that that's kind of a big deal. not that that's the thing but that's a big thing that he laid out not me he laid out as a means for disciple making he may not uh laid out as a means for the mission of god uh to experience and see him in ways that alone you cannot see him like that's all his plan so why would i not expect him to be very detailed where the fingerprints of god are in that because he does a lot of other things that aren't that important in comparison to that and shows up big time so i just feel like that's just the way it's going to be as well as i told him i've seen girls that meet the criteria of a disciple maker or a, a, a jesus follower in that sort that's going to match like i i've seen them like yeah we it was a good conversation to say like i've seen guys and i've seen girls that meet that criteria so i know they're not unicorns they exist yeah and it wasn't one guy and he's married now or one girl and she's gone now or she's just started dating this other guy like there are people out there so it's possible so why would i know it's possible and say i'm gonna go with someone that i have to justify uh is the timing where i want it to be no but i feel like yeah, I just feel like God's timing. He's sometimes when I feel like he's slow, he is right on time. Uh, sometimes when I think he goes faster than I would even want to go, and he's right on time. So, for the people who are listening, we've got about probably three minutes because of how we restarted. Or do you oh yeah. So, okay, I want to ask. I want to. I want to answer this question for people. Then, where do we find these people? These people that we're talking about right now. Let's give it our best shot, but where do you think that if we're single, what's the best opportunity? I don't, I, and it, even if it seems cliche, what is it? Where is it? These people that we've described that know their calling, that, that are passionate, where can we find people like this? Dude, I'm becoming like the cliche guy. Say it. I would find, okay, this is gonna sound so dang cliche, but it, I really, in my heart of hearts, believe this. <laughs> no. I can't. Okay, we're just going to take a timestamp on this. We can remember you, this cliche forever. You will find her or him, I believe, not when you're searching for her and him, her and him, but I think you'll find her or him in the will of God. I do. You're the will of God for your life. See, and I totally set that up because I think the same thing, man. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> if we believe what we're saying about marriage not being the thing, but marriage being a thing, then live your life. Just, yeah, like, just live your life and God is going to allow them to be on the same path. And girls, you may start walking a different path to follow him, but live your life until something like that comes about. I think we spend way too much time trying to incorporate new things in our life to... Ooh find that person. Christians become 
strategic masters when it comes to dating. Oh my goodness. It's like, like, what's the plan? What am I going to do? If I could go here and do this, say this. And it's, 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 that must be exhausting. That must be so exhausting. And, And let me say this is if you're living life, not just in church on Sundays, that really opens up the market for the people that you'll run into. So if you're just checking off the box once every week to show up on Sunday, like maybe I'll meet that significant other. I'm not saying you can't do that, but if you're going and actually being who God's designed you to be and your mission fills the entire city, oh my goodness, like that just really opens up the doors uh, for you to meet new people. And maybe potentially even the one who's looking for that very personality type, those traits, whatever it is in you. So go and be, don't just do it in church on Sundays. So to recap real quick, I do, I just, I think, and you guys do this for me a lot. It encourages me to know that it isn't easy and there, it is a narrow road. And I think, um, yeah, just, it is a narrow road. I think that is a hard, very hard thing. Like I used to, someone, I forgot who did it, like differentiated that he, he didn't say a narrow gate. Like he said, a narrow road, like path long, like you got to go through the narrow gate and then it's not like, Oh, it's right. All of a sudden it's done. That's a good point. You got to continue on this narrow road, narrow life, narrow, like it's always going to be borderline lonely in some senses, but you guys make me believe, okay, God, I'm not taking the red letters too serious. (laughs) 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 Like maybe, because I always feel good about it. At the end of the day, I can go to bed like saying, God, that's what you said. Yeah. But sometimes when you see, well, the other Christians, like, yeah, it's a give and take. It's give and take. Um, but at the end of the day, y'all are an encouragement to me, having y'all as a community. And um, it is a narrow road. God is very, very incredibly faithful and incredibly uh, concerned with you being on mission, who you are, who he's made you to be, as well as that being a part of your life, uh, not the end goal. And if you need more dating advice, feel free to write, it, write in. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get back and answer you as soon as we can. Maybe John's, we'll have John's Instagram is, I mean, Twitter. <laughs> My Twitter handle is. They start at. Yeah, I put you, by the way, I, if you did write down his number, ladies, uh, 281-334-8004. <laughs> that is actually Mike Jones' number. Um, in Houston, it's not working anymore. <laughs> it's like, He's a that rapper. poor soul is going to get some calls, text tonight. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Hey, we love, love you. Y'all.